So hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Michael Daily Reflections. Today is January 4, 2022. Episode 121. Michael might finally have COVID. So I guess, uh, yeah, it's inevitable. Eventually, everyone will get COVID. Yeah, that's my thoughts. And especially with this Omicron variant, it's so uh, contagious. So after two years of not uh, getting COVID, yeah, I started having symptoms yesterday. Sore throat, some coughing issues, headache, slight fever last night, having trouble falling asleep. And uh, yeah, today... Symptom is not super heavy, it's light, you know, I just take the cough syrup with some Tylenol and I'm feeling okay right now. My voice is beat up at certain times, I still have the itchiness, the curve to, the urge to cough, but yeah, overall I'm doing okay. So I guess I just want to take this opportunity to share some of my thoughts and my hopeful um, like wish about the future of this COVID situations. You know, I hope that this Omicron variant, a very uh, less severe one, will help you know people to achieve a global herd immunity, so we can come back to normal. We don't have to do restriction any- anymore, and this will just be treated as like a regular flu. Yeah. Also, I have some pretty... uh, not interesting, but... there's some tweet today regarding the COVID situations and the effect that it has on young kids. There are research studies already see the effect of lockdown on mental health and you know, the development and growth of young kids. So it's pretty, you know, doesn't really make any sense to keep locking down people for this disease that is not really that severe. You know, at first we didn't really know how influential or how impactful this COVID would be so it's reasonable to get locked down and such but now when you know more the data and everything then <clears throat> should be able to move down so hopefully 2022 will be that year and maybe in April you know when all these wave of o- Omicrons like sweep over will be free to travel yeah, and I'm very excited to go back to Vietnam too so hopefully soon, yeah, yeah, and for the sakes of all the kids as well, you know, let them socialize again, study in person, and yeah, so many issues from these lockdowns, and it's pretty crazy how people recommend to stay in place, stay put, you know, inside, instead of getting a healthy. Uh, Exercise or diet or vitamin D and yeah, all these common sense stuff to fight against COVID. 
it's not being recommended as much compared to just getting the vaccine and stay inside and such. You can just go outside still, but just social distance, right? Doesn't make any sense. But anyway, it's also been a while since I get these flu-like symptoms, this coughing, these runny nose or it- itchiness on the throats. Since I came to Canada, I rarely have those. Like, rarely, actually. Compared to in Vietnam, when I was growing up, I usually have a flu uh, once every three months. Yeah. Or four months. Very often. Like, two to three times a year. I guess because the population there is more, so easier to get it. But also, the environment there, the air is not as good. I have this issues with uh, my uh, nose, so I, I usually wake up in the morning sneezing, have runny nose, nose gets stuck, sinus problems, and I came to Canada, all those issues go away. Yeah, thankfully, I don't have to suffer as much because the air in Canada is pretty clean compared to where I live in Vietnam. And I live in a small city too, it's not really a big city. But it's pretty crazy to see where you live really affect your body. My younger brother right now, he has sinus problems. Actually way severe than I have. So, yeah. Another thing for people in, you know, I guess cleaner country to be grateful for. All these health issues that they wouldn't have to deal with compared to yeah, other area of the world when air pollution is a lot more severe. Yeah. yeah if you're listening to this episode from the future, I wonder... How will the COVID situation will go through in history? What will be the case studies? You know, the effect, the consequences. Will COVID still exist then? You know, maybe just like the flu, different every year. Hopefully there won't be any more severe variant, right? That would cause global shutdown again and again and again. That's to be... Uh, sad. Yeah, that would be very sad if it happened. <laughs> I'm very bored of COVID now. Get the COVID fatigue. Only two years, three years into this. So, let's it done. Get let it go over with. Yeah, I wanna get this. I think I'm doing doing okay with it. I've been taking care of my health. Taking a bunch of vitamin C. In the form of oranges, and you know, uh, lemon juice and all these stuff. So, ginger as well. And hopefully it helped. It seemed to help. So, yeah, get regular exercise, good sleep, all these stuff. I'm going to sleep early again tonight. So, just ride this uh, COVID thing over. And uh, hopefully, I'll go... Hopefully, I'll get to go back in Vietnam in March or April. 
lot of cases now nowadays. Actually, where I live today, it's seventeen hundred cases for the day. Even though the testing is not really that effective, so probably a lot more cases out there. Like myself, I'm not gonna go get tested because I don't want to wait a couple hours. Besides, I only I work at home too, so I don't really have to worry about having negative results to come back to work. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to force people to have um, testing done before a procedure or going back to work. Even though you know it doesn't really make any sense, it doesn't really cause a difference anyway. After the result, you know they just isolate themselves. Why bother testing when you have a symptom to isolate when you feel better and come back? That's all. Yeah, it's such a hassle to be to have to line up for for a couple hours in a row. A lot of wasted resources, time. Yeah, nature of my job. I've been working with patient as well, and a lot of patient have to do COVID tests before their procedure of colonoscopy and all those such. What difference would it make anyway? They have to do a COVID test three days before the colonoscopy, but what if they get the COVID in the between? I don't understand. Maybe there's something more to it. What difference would it make if? The nurse wear mask and everything as as well. I feel like all these are just aimed to make profit. You know, for the testing center, create jobs in those industry, test strip, all those stuff, making money, right? It doesn't really make a big difference in a bigger picture. Yeah, a lot of things about COVID that we can reflect on, and do case study. Are there, are there certain things that is done because this is the right thing to do, or done because of certain in- incentive of the politicians or some party, you know, some business that might get profit from this COVID thing? Well, like one obvious thing that I notice. With the mass thing as well, it's pretty wild. Why you know people in Asia when they get COVID, they was able to wear mask, even just the regular cloth mask, doesn't have to be like a medical mask, and they was able to prevent you know the spread of COVID quite effectively. There's data there, but the government still doesn't really say so. They're still in denial of mask. They waited. Until the supply chain catch up to create more medical masks, and then they said, "Okay, medical mask works now. So go out and buy, you know, fifty dollars a box or something." Instead of if they just say in the beginning, "Hey, uh, the cloth mask also works. It's not as effective, but it's also prevent the spread when people cough or sneeze, and it's still pretty effective, you know, seventy percent or something." Then a lot of people would opt for the cloth mask and. Might not go to buy the medical mask later as much, so not as profitable. So that's why they didn't really say it. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. But it's just very questioning the way that you know, 
these leaders of the organization like the WHO react to the COVID situation? Very questionings. Not to mention about this lab leak virus as well. Yeah, a lot of things. Gonna be a lot of case study about this COVID thing. Well, I'm curious to see how things unfold in the future. And uh, yeah, if you're listening, I hope that you're doing well. If you have you had COVID yet, how was your experiences? Hopefully, it's not too bad. You don't have too severe symptoms that you had to the point that having to go to hospital or something. And if you haven't had it yet, then you know better be prepared. Get enough vitamin D, enough vitamin C. Get well, hydrated. Get some good workout. Exercise during the day. Do a little bit every day and feel better overall. That is the best defense with the COVID thing right now. Boost up your immune system. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Bit of bit of a rambling uh, episode. My voice is not really that good too, but it is what it is. See you in another episode, another stream of my consciousness.